Hi, I'm Daniela and uh, I help entrepreneurs with teams to improve their employees' motivation to have uh, better performances and higher retention rates. I have uh, over 17 years experience in uh, the HR field and I worked in all areas of uh, this field. Today we'll talk about uh, how to hire candidates motivated by your job offers. And uh, we'll start uh, first by explaining what is employee motivation and uh, how it's different from personal motivation. Then what are the costs of bad hires? We'll talk about internal versus external candidates, how to select applications and how to use tests to determine the candidate's motivation for the job. And of course about uh, the interview phase, how to prepare for the interview and to which aspects to pay attention in order to figure out if a candidate is motivated by your job offer. An employee is motivated when uh, he or she gives his best efforts in a consistent way to accomplish the company's goals. So this is the key element, the company's goals, not his personal goals, but the company's goals. And uh, we have three elements here, effort, consistency, and direction. So the amount of effort that the employee puts in to accomplish the company's goals, if he is consistent in uh, giving his efforts and the direction in which the employee's efforts and consistency are directed. So, for example, a marketing specialist may spend one or two hours researching the market before he makes a marketing plan, while another one may spend one or two days gathering the relevant data because he's more motivated and he's willing to put in more efforts to do a good job. Another example, if an employee works hard just one or two days of the week and the rest of the days uh, he uses to resolve personal issues or he takes too many breaks in the working time, he discusses too much with his teammates or he postpones doing uh, important tasks, he is not motivated. And let's take some examples regarding uh, the direction in which the employee gives his efforts. So he may give his efforts in a consistent way, but in the wrong direction. So an employee may spend a lot of uh, time learning a software program that uh, he believes that is beneficial for him if he applies for other jobs. And uh, he may neglect important tasks of uh, his uh, job doing this. Maybe he has to learn this software program, but it's not uh, an important, uh, uh, it's, not a, it's not a priority for the, for the company. Another example, an employee in a sales role may prioritize uh, closing quick deals to meet his monthly targets, even if this means that uh, he disregards the customer needs or he's pushing uh, unnecessary products. On the long term, the company may lose these uh, clients because of these uh, practices. 
And another common example, a customer service representative may answer to a client uh, email in a way that doesn't resolve uh, that client uh, issues or concerns and doesn't contribute to the customer satisfaction just to meet uh, uh, the metrics regarding the time spent on, uh, on a client. And this can lead to loss of that client. Employee motivation may vary over time, increasing or decreasing based on uh, internal or external factors. So, for example, a new employee who was initially highly motivated, he may experience a decrease in motivation because he realized that there's a big difference between uh, his expectations related to the job and the reality. Or um, a person who was hired in a marketing manager position may uh, experience a decline in his motivation because uh, he realized that he has uh, many administrative tasks and uh, he doesn't have time to contribute with his uh, expertise and to help the team members as he wanted. Or an employee who does the same things over and over again for a long period of time may become bored of uh, those tasks, even though at the beginning he loved doing those tasks. Employee motivation is different from personal motivation, but they are linked. So employee motivation is related to the company's goals and personal motivation is related to our own personal goals. So if we want to have uh, motivated employees, we have to link the personal goals to the company's goals. So in this case, we have to identify the candidate's personal motivational drivers and see if you can facilitate uh, those expectations, the candidate's expectations in your company, if you can meet the candidate's expectations in your company. So, uh, the employees are motivated if by accomplishing the company's goals, they can accomplish their own goals. And uh, this is not limited to the money. They have expectations related to the work conditions, the work environment, the work relationships how they are lead in the company and other things. And we have to identify these expectations, what they expect from a job in that particular moment of their lives and see if we can uh, meet those expectations now or in the future. And I have some questions that will uh, help you figure out where are you now with the hiring process. So take the time to carefully answer them. Use a piece of paper, a notebook, or something that you want. So what do you do now to ensure that you hire candidates motivated by your job offers? Do you have specific questions? What kind of data are you looking for in the selection process? And uh, do you evaluate your hiring process? Do you monitor if your hiring practices 
lead to good employees. Let's talk now about why it's important to hire motivated candidates by your job offers. Well, in the first place, you will have financial costs if uh, the hire is not working as you expect. So if uh, you make a bad hire, the money that uh, you invested in the recruiting on the onboarding process or in training uh, that or those people will be wasted. Were you in uh, this situation in which you hire someone, train them, and then uh, they leave the company? Then there are productivity losses. A poor chosen person may take longer to become productive, or he may uh, contribute in an ineffective way to the team's goals. And uh, even if an uh, employee, a new employee is highly experienced and he has the capacity to accomplish the job's uh, task, if he's not motivated, he will not put in the efforts to, to do what uh, he has to do in his job. He may postpone tasks, he may use the working time uh, to resolve other issues, maybe personal issues, or uh, he, he may do things that are not a priority for, uh, for the company. Also, a bad hire may impact the team morale. So if the current employees have to compensate for the shortcomings of the new employee, they may become frustrated or demotivated. There are also employee turnover costs. So if an employee leaves the company, there will be associated costs with recruiting and onboarding a replacement. Another significant cost of uh, bad hires is related to the company reputation. So if there are frequent bad hires, uh, this can harm the reputation of the company as an employer. It may become more challenging for a company to attract new talents, to attract new people. And this is because uh, in nowadays everyone can leave a comment, can leave a review uh, on different platforms like uh, Glassdoor or Indeed. They can uh, share their experience in a certain company and uh, this information will be available to anyone. Also, they can uh, talk with their friends, with their acquaintances about uh, their experience in a, in a certain company and um, they can um, discourage others to seek employment in that uh, specific company. Bad hires can have an impact on customers and clients too. So in uh, customer facing roles, a poorly chosen employee may damage the relationship with uh, a certain customer, potentially leading to loss of business. For example, an employee who is working in a customer support role may send a response to a client's email that offends him. This can damage the relationship with uh, that uh, client. The client can leave a negative review 
for the company and he can also withdraw his uh, purchase. 